Hey, it's John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and it's The Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration, brought to you by author, speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur, Henneka Watkins-Porter. You must be prepared to ignite. Coming up on this episode of The Entrepreneurial You. When I started this business, I did everything by myself. You aren't saving money or time doing it yourself. When you finally give the work away, you realize how much money and time you haven't saved. You're losing. You're, you lose time. If you work with clients, you can't. You have to, well, I can't take on that client because I've got to go do my data entry and my research and answer some emails and post some Facebook posts. You just lost for what you could pay somebody an hour or two to do. You lost months-long client and all the income that that would generate. Hi, I'm Henneke Watkins-Portal, your inspirational leader and host of the Entrepreneurial You podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Jamaica Stock Exchange. And now let's go to today's episode. What do you know? It's episode 80 of your favorite podcast, The Entrepreneurial You. And today's guest has been working in the virtual world, supporting entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and small businesses for over 10 years. She and her team of virtual assistants help relieve the stresses of business owners by doing all the odds and end tasks that need to get done so that owners can focus their attention on the big picture, growing their businesses. So let me give a hearty, warm Jamaican welcome to Andrew Rosman. Welcome, Andrew, to the Entrepreneurial You podcast. Thank you, Hanneke. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Awesome sauce. Quick question for you. Do you know any Jamaican phrases? Um, <laughs> I don't think so. I, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's terrible. It's okay. It's all right. I mean, the world doesn't speak Jamaican, right? <laughs> so um, let me just give you an easy one. Like, what a guan. What a guan. Yeah, what a guan. What's happening? What's going on? Oh, cool. <laughs> I'm going to use that now. Yeah, what a guan. So use it back to me. What, what a guan. <laughs> That's so terrible. <laughs> Everything airy, everything airy, everything crisp, everything copacetic. Okay, moving right along. So <laughs> I especially love that we're going to be diving into the topic of how a virtual assistant can help your startup, whether in you know in entrepreneurship or your small business, to succeed more quickly. How can that happen? But before we do all of that and get into the, the, you know, the body of it and the excitement of it, what is a virtual assistant and what the heck do they do? A long time ago, it would have been an easier question to answer. Um, nowadays, when you hear virtual assistant, you kind of think of Alexis and Siri and all the little electronic things. But in, in the real world, a virtual assistant is someone who helps a business, but she or he is doing it virtually. So maybe you're helping a business in France, but you are sitting in Canada. And that's like the leanest answer I can give you. As far as what virtual assistants actually do, you name it, they can do it. <laughs> it's, it's everything. It's finding a gift to send to somebody. It's doing accounting. It's writing a blog. It's designing a website. 
anything that can be done on a computer, a virtual assistant can do. You know, there was a time, um, I remember even, and I'm not that old, but you know, back in my day earlier, I remember there was a time when uh, bosses and, you know, employers and everybody wanted to make sure that you were in the office with them and you had to be there. Um, you had to be sitting in an office where they can see you and I suppose control you perhaps. Um, <laughs> yes. Right. But now we have moved away from that. And yeah, there are some persons who are still sticklers for wanting people, you know, an office space and wanting their employee, their team to be a part of that space. But what it is you are, you do you think, Andrew, that has accounted for the shift in um in paradigm in how people go about executing tasks? It's the world. It's technology. You know, when I started college decades ago, <laughs> we carried books and notebooks, and we took notes with pencils and pens and paper. And nowadays, it's everybody brings your laptop and your books are all digital. And, you know, you text people and you can video chat with people anywhere and everything's immediate. So the the world changed and the way we do our work had to change with it. And for those who, who don't really embrace change that easily, what do you say to that? It's funny because I, <laughs> I'm not one for change in in certain things. I'm a big tech geek. I love technology. I think this is all great. When I was growing up, I grew up when computers just started coming out. So I've grown up with this. Don't ask me to change my rearrange my furniture in my living room. I like it the way it is. I'll freak out if somebody changes something around. I think you have to take change like this in little steps. Everybody has a cell phone now. And maybe if you're comfortable with your house phone, but you know you should get a cell phone, then you get a, just a simple cell phone. Don't get things with 8 million buttons and, and apps and because you don't know what those are anyway, so don't have those. You know, Get a flip phone. <laughs> and then you just you, you have to ease into it. And the same thing with, you know, with the type of work you do. You do a little bit at a time, and, and eventually it just becomes part of your life. So essentially for, you know, persons who may be a bit hesitant, it's just, you know, to just test it to see how they warm up to it and, you know, rather than trying to go all in all at once. Absolutely. How can a virtual assistant help my business grow? Whatever business that I'm in, you know, how can I um, leverage the service of a virtual assistant to, to grow my business? Because that's what businesses are about anyway. A virtual assistant gives you time. It gives you peace of mind. I look at it like I have so many hours in the day and I have so much stuff to do. And at the end of my workday, I want to relax. I want to spend family time. And a virtual assistant allows you to do that. When you're a solopreneur, an entrepreneur, when you're just starting out a business, you do everything. And you do it 24 hours a day. When you're sleeping, you're thinking about your business. And it can be overwhelming. And to be able to just say, hey, can you do an hour of research for me? I want to find some new leads. I don't have to do that. I can give that away. And I've just gained an hour. And that hour can be used for so many more important things as a business owner. Owners shouldn't be doing uh, data entry and research. They really shouldn't be replying to customer service requests. If it was if this was a, you know, major 
corporation and you were the president of your corporation, you would have, have people, you'd have your accounting department, you'd have your IT department, you'd have your uh, content social media department. And that's really what the VA does, but it's going to be on a smaller scale for a smaller business owner. So it's like your own, as you mentioned, your own different apartments, I mean, <laughs> departments rather, your own different right. departments in whatever area, and which gives you that time for you to leverage to work on your business rather than in your business so that you can experience that growth. Yes, that's a, that's a big thing. When you start out, you are all the departments and you're going to get overwhelmed really, really fast. And if you have a lot of clients, you have a lot of work coming in, whatever business you have, you can't do it all. And that's a hard, hard lesson to learn. And it's better if you learn it really early than much later on. You can't do it all. So you start to think, I need to offload a department. Which one? Which one can I give away? Which one, you know, like for me personally, you know, I can do website updates. I am not a web developer. If I wanted somebody to do web design, create a whole new website for me, I'm going to offload. I've got to take that department out of me. I can make my website do little updates and things like that. I cannot create a whole website. So I need to find the department to do that for me. And 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 that's what you really you start with. You start with the things that you can't do, you, you hate doing, you don't want to do. Get those away from you. Give them to an expert who can do them quickly and efficiently. So in other words, let go of that urge that we all have to want to do everything all by ourselves because that's not getting us anywhere. We perhaps think that we're saving um, in terms of money and even time too because there are times when you're doing things and you know, like for example, a lot of things that I do, I know that if I'm doing them, I perhaps do them more quickly because of you know the, uh, the learning curve and everything. Uh, but at the initial stage, offloading those to somebody else. I know it's going to take time for them to, to catch up to speed. It doesn't matter how experienced they are, right? But um, right. so I re resist that urge is what you're saying, to want to do everything by yourself. You have to. And in the beginning, you do. You do all of the work I did. When I started this business, I did everything by myself. And you aren't saving money or time doing it yourself. When you finally give the work away, you realize how much money and time you haven't saved. <laughs> <laughs> you're losing. You you lose time. If you work with clients, you can't. You have to, well, I can't take on that client because I've got to go do my data entry and my research and answer some emails and post some Facebook posts. You just lost for, for what you could pay somebody an hour or two to do. You lost a months-long client and all the income that that would generate. And then, of course, you know, you just lose time because you're focused on these little things and you've lost any amount of social life and family life and just to be able to take time for yourself and breathe. You don't gain anything by doing everything yourself. So let's talk because I guess we alluded to it in terms of money and stuff. Can I really afford to hire a virtual help for my business? You can't afford not to. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. Like I said, when I started this, it's really hard because it's like, well, if I, I have to pay somebody now to help me with my work. Yes, but you're paying them in order to get more work. Throwing out random numbers. If you paid somebody $25 an hour to work, that but that gave you the ability to get a client that was $100 an hour, 
isn't that worth it? it I would say it yes. Is. I would say yes. You have to do some soul searching and, and look at it that way. And you have to let go. When I first hired somebody to help me, I was devastated. This I always tell people, this is my baby. I you know grew this baby inside me. I birthed this baby. This is all of me. And how dare I think that anyone else could take care of my baby the way I could. Mm-hmm. Nobody else can do that. How dare they? They don't know what they're doing. They haven't been up at night with this baby pacing the floor. They haven't, <laughs> you know, especially as a new parent of a business, you can't give your baby away. You, you, and you don't, and you cling to that baby for like two, three years doing everything and you're frazzled. Look at every new parent. I was a new parent at one time. You're all frazzled. And then you finally decide, okay, we're going out. We're, we're here to take the baby. I'm going to walk away for a few hours and get some grocery shopping done. And you just, there's that sense of I'm terrified, but in the same time, I'm relieved. And I can take a breath and like, wow, I can actually focus on what I need to focus on because I'm, I'm not so worried about my baby. <laughs> you ease into that. And you, in the beginning, you'll micromanage the people you hire. Because you have to, because you're insane (laughs) for a little (laughs) while, but then you ease up and then you find, you take your time and you find the right people. I found some amazing people to work with and I I was, I could take vacation. I go on vacation. I leave. I say, you know, we're going to be in the mountains and I don't have cell phone reception there. So (laughs) good luck. You're on your own. I can do that now. I can go away for two weeks and Oh yeah, I guess I should check in. So, but it it's, it takes time, but it's so worth it. Yes, yes, I'm sure that comes with time. You know, we're going to take a break here, Andrew. Quite loving this discussion that we're having, and um, it's so real. A lot of persons are going to resonate. It's going to resonate with a lot of persons who are listening. Thank you so much. Let's take a break. This review comes from Seattle Guy One Hundred One. That's username Seattle Guy One Hundred One. And he says, or she, I suppose it's a he, (laughs) informative podcast. I like your encouraging spirit. Great interview with JLD. I think he's referring to, well, I know he's referring to episode one with John Lee Dumas. And Seattle Guy 101 is out of the USA. So keep your reviews coming in iTunes. Love that you are rating and reviewing and that you're listening and subscribing as well. So continue to do what you're doing and I appreciate your love. I appreciate your support. Attention women, accelerate your leadership by attending LeaderCast Women. Via live stream, hear from expert negotiator Molly Fletcher, former president of Reebok Maryland Ham and other internationally accomplished women on October 12th at the Nutsford Court Hotel. LeaderCast Women is the largest one-day leadership event for women in the world. Brought to you by the Entrepreneurial U in association with the RGR Greener Communications Group. For tickets, please call 876-849-2571 or visit Henniker Get noticed, make a great first impression, and build trust with potential customers and clients. StudioCraft Professional Headshots helps business leaders and entrepreneurs just like you look remarkably confident at their studio in Kingston, Jamaica. 
Visit studiocraftja.com today and enter offer code TEY20 when booking to receive a 20% discount on your first professional headshot session. StudioCraft Professional Headshots, helping professionals look remarkable. Do you have a product or service to put out to the world, but you don't know where to begin? Do you have an idea for a blog, but think that having a website is just way too expensive? Do you want to start a website, but don't know where to begin? If you answered yes to any of these questions, visit HennekaWatkinsWatcher.com and sign up to HostGator Web Hosting. For as little as $2.75 per month, you can have the perfect option for your small site or blog. You'll have user-friendly building tools and unlimited domains. Go to HennekaWatkinsWatcher.com and sign up now for your perfect websites. Welcome back. And I have been talking with Andrea Rosman. Andrea Rosman is a virtual assistant expert. And she's just been breaking it down to us, talking about who is a virtual assistant, why we need to have one, why we shouldn't go without having one, why we cannot afford to not have one. And so we're going to pick up from where we left off. But looking this time around on the process that is involved in hiring a virtual assistant, because as we alluded to earlier, many of us are so ingrained in just wanting to do everything ourselves because we want to micromanage and we want to be in control. But we need to know that we can get help. And when we need to get that help, where do we start? Take us through that process, Andrew. The big question, when do you need help? Everybody's going to do it after it's too late. Get help before you're overwhelmed. But we all get to the point of we're overwhelmed. I did it. I, I, you know, so I try to tell people, do it before you start feeling that, oh my gosh, I don't know how to do this all feeling. Once you do that, how to, how to go about finding a virtual assistant. It's a personal, personal thing. You really need to take a lot of time. That's why I say start before the, the pressure's on. Figure out exactly what you need, what you want that person to do. We said previously a virtual assistant can do anything. You have specific virtual assistants that will just do your finances and specific virtual assistants that just do your social media or customer services. So if you just want somebody to do one thing, figure out what that one thing is and find that one person. If you need somebody who's more of a secretary, then you need more of an all-purpose virtual assistant. You figure out what you're going to do that way. You really want to write down everything you think you want to give away. Even if you don't want to give it away immediately, write down all the tasks. I don't like answering the phone. Okay, I'm going to write that down. I don't have time to answer the phone. I'd really like to generate more leads, but I can't. I'd like speaking engagements. I don't know where to look for them. I'd like somebody to do that for me. I want somebody to create my Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you know, yada, yada, all that stuff. And you just write a huge list of everything if you could. If, you know, think about that. If money's no object and you had the right person, what would you give away? Get that big list. And then you start looking for the person to do that. If you start a search with, I need a virtual assistant, you're going to get like a million returns. There are virtual assistants all over the world. Maybe you want somebody that is in your location, even though she may not, you don't have an office and she may not visit you. Just to have somebody close by for the occasional meetup, that might feel more comfortable for you. You feel a little bit secure because it's not somebody that's two countries away and you never see them. But with technology today, you know, we can talk on the phone, we can do video chats, screen sharing, everything. So even though we may not be in the same room, we're so close. 
we're all so close together. And you start with that. Get there beforehand, figure out what you want to offload, and then start your search. I don't think I can say who the best virtual assistant is. If I said, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the best virtual assistant out there. Yes, for some people, not for everyone. And every virtual assistant, we all fit together. You know, when, whenever you're hiring or when you've been hired, you know you're a good fit for the company or the job or you're not. And it's, it all works the same way. With a virtual assistant, it's still the same. Just because they're not there in the office, it's the same thing. You'll feel right with that person. Ask a lot of questions. There are never too many questions to ask because it's your business, it's your baby, and you want to make sure that you have the perfect person for you. So in other words, what I'm hearing you saying, it depends on uh, your need, first of all, uh, but of course, try and identify what you'd like to offload before you get to that point of overwhelm, because then you, you know, you're, you're not sure you could make decisions that sometimes perhaps may not be the best one when you're making a decision out of a place of overwhelm. So you want to make sure that you get there before you get there. So have somebody in mind, you know, what you want to offload and perhaps start getting that person on board before you become really overwhelmed with all the things that you have to do as an entrepreneur, and particularly persons who are just starting up. And the thing is, you don't need to just stick with one person. That's the great thing about it. If you need somebody highly skilled, I only want this, you know, I need somebody to do my books for me. Hire that accountant, uh, bookkeeping virtual assistant. And that's all that person does. And then maybe you need somebody that's just going to be your customer support line. Hire somebody different to do that. It doesn't have to be one person that does everything. It's almost better if it's not because then that person gets overwhelmed. And then you could really have a breakdown between the two of you because, you know, you're throwing a ton of work. That person can't do it all. And then you end up losing your virtual assistant altogether. And so what we're going to look at finally, as we're wrapping up, what are some for those persons who consider virtual assistants outside of their environment, outside of their country, perhaps in terms of cultural and other barriers? Um, how important are those are those factors in hiring a virtual assistant? You know, it really depends. It depends on you completely. One thing that I'm big on where I would say whatever country you're in, hire within that country, is if you're hiring somebody to do any form of communication for you, then hire within your location. And and you made the point of, do I know any Jamaican phrasing or lingo? You have lingo in Jamaica that I have no concept about. And here in America, we have all these phrases and, and, and idioms and things that we say. And there's no way if I was trying to write a blog for somebody in uh, France, I could do it any justice because I don't understand the culture as well. And I'm not going to get the phrasing. And if a customer sends me an email, I might not understand exactly what they're saying because they're using the vernacular that's comfortable for them. And I don't understand it. For communication purposes, I'm all for wherever you're at, try to find somebody that's in, you know, at the very least in your country, because they're going to do you the best work because they understand the communication and language that's going on. Um, other tasks, I, I don't think it, it really matters. And that's really who you hire. Again, it's a, it's a personal choice, wherever they're located, 
just make sure they're right for you and that they're doing the best job for you. And as we wrap up, Andrew, I'm going to ask you to share what exactly you do for your clients and leave your contact number, but not just your number, your contact information rather. In addition to that, you did mention to me earlier that you have a giveaway for our peak performance community. So go ahead and share that. So wrap up by sharing what you do, your contact information, as well as that giveaway. I am one of the more all-purpose virtual assistants. I do customer service. I do blogging. I do social media posting. I do financial things. I have a lot of different clients from a lot of different backgrounds. They are investment bankers, real estate agents, doctors, lawyers, digital marketers, photographers, musicians, business coaches. So, and everybody needs something different. As far as my contact information, always the best way to get me is at my website. And that is your-gal-friday.com. But for all of your listeners, if you put a forward slash T-E-Y on that, you are going to get to a very special page just for you. If you'd like to try out a virtual assistant, You'll get five hours of work for just the cost of four hours because uh, I want to make sure it's a great way to kind of feel things out, see if it's right for you. There's never any obligation with me. Some things work out, some things don't. And I want to make sure that you have the best experience and you get the best work for you. Thank you so much. I have been talking with Andrea Rosman. She is a virtual assistant expert and she's shared her knowledge or expertise with us here about the ins and outs of hiring a virtual assistant and the benefit that it provides to our businesses as we look forward to its growth. So thank you so much, Andrew. It's been my pleasure speaking with you. I look forward to our engagement even after this conversation. So thank you so much, and I wish you all the best in your business. Thank you, Hanukkah. It's been great to be here. We have come to the end of another great episode of the Entrepreneur You podcast. Remember to subscribe in Apple Podcast and download all the episodes that you would have missed if you have not already subscribed and downloaded the episodes and play them to the end as well because good stuff is always at the end too. So do that as well as go and leave a rate and review right now. I'd appreciate that. It helps a lot because I put a lot of effort into creating this free content and it does help when I know that it is of significant value to you. So show your love by going to Apple Podcasts and just leave a rate and review. And when you leave that review, do send me an email at hennikawatkisporter at gmail.com because I'd love to be able to read them in an upcoming episode. And if I'm not notified, I won't know it's there because unless you go into all the different stores in Apple, there is no way that I can actually know that a review was left or a current review was left. So it's important that when you leave your review, you send me an email, let me know about it so I can go look for it and read it live on an episode of the Entrepreneurial You podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Henneke Watkins Porto. Remember, you were born to win, but to be a winner, you must plan to win, prepare to win, and expect to win. What good?